I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Wood Extra. This episode is all about... More sleep demons. Yes, it is. I've got two true scary stories to share today. Are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. Before last year, I'd never had any experience with sleep paralysis. I'd experienced pretty vivid nightmares and even a few lucid dreams, but I'd never been unable to move after waking or continued to see things after I woke. But that all changed when I moved into a new place. I moved into a new apartment last July, and it was a pretty typical, if on the low end of decent, one-bedroom apartment. I've always considered myself to be somewhat a man of science. I don't believe in ghosts and feel that everything can be explained logically within science and reason. The following experiences are making me question that bit. About three months in, I had my first ever experience with sleep paralysis. I remember it pretty vividly. I have a habit of sleeping with my head underneath my comforter at times, especially if it's cold outside. And therefore, as a somewhat frugal person inside my apartment as well. I woke up and heard someone open my apartment door. A few seconds later, my bedroom door creaked open. What followed was the noise of feet shuffling, like someone who doesn't pick their feet up when they walk through the door, stopping right next to my bed. 
I was sure there was someone there, just feet away, who was going to rob or kill me. I keep a knife by my bedside, as I don't live in the greatest area, but I physically couldn't move. My mind was awake, but my body was still paralysed. After what felt like forever, I finally regained control, snapped straight up and threw the covers off my head. There was nothing there. My bedroom door was closed, and my apartment was locked, with the chain lock still latched. I chalked it up to just a one-time thing. Yet a few months later, it happened again. This time, I didn't have my sheets over my head, and awoke to a shapeless, translucent black figure standing at the foot of my bed. As soon as my eyes opened, it ran back into my closet. I have a walk-in closet, and it appeared to duck behind one of the corners. Being half awake, and in this instance, already out of my sleep paralysis, I grabbed my knife and slowly made my way over to the closet. I turned on the light and saw nothing there. I convinced myself that it was yet another episode, and that my brain was still in a dream state, even though I was conscious. After the adrenaline wore off, I fell back asleep. About a month ago, I had my third experience. This time, it wasn't at the foot of my bed, but literally floating right above me. In searching Google for sleep paralysis, I found an image that represents pretty well what I experienced. Again, the second I laid eyes on it, it shot back into my closet and around the corner. It was about 3am, and by this time I'd purchased a gun which I keep by my bedside. I grabbed it, turned the lights on, and again, nothing. This time though, after coming face to face with the thing, I couldn't sleep, was filled with an uncontrollable sense of dread, and so kept the lights on for the rest of the night. I called in sick to work the next day, due to lack of sleep, and fell back asleep after the sun came up. I figured that I was just not sleeping well, an issue that's plagued me my whole life. Maybe it was stress from work, or being prescribed Adderall for ADD, or a combination of all the stresses in my life that were resulting in my brain allowing REM sleep to continue into a conscious state temporarily. I related these experiences to a girl I'd been talking to over Skype, and she gave the shapeless being a name, Jimmy. This actually helped a bit. How bad could he be with a name like Jimmy? She came into town a few days ago, and two or three nights ago, I fell asleep before she did. She was beside me in bed. I believed doing something on her phone, and I felt her get close to me and say, there's something, There's something coming, coming through, through the, window. the window. Get, Get me, the, me gun. the gun. I couldn't move, I couldn't open my eyes, and she just kept saying it, with a greater sense of urgency each time. I finally was able to move, turned over to her, and she was sitting there as if nothing had happened. I asked her if she was okay, told her what I heard, but she insisted she hadn't said anything. Right behind her, I could see a translucent figure, albeit with a bit more detail this time. It appeared that the figure was wearing a US Navy dress white uniform, like the officer in front of this picture, attached. However, 
It was still very fuzzy and I couldn't stop staring. This time, the figure didn't move when I saw it. I kind of sat there frozen in bed and it slowly disappeared from my vision. There's nothing on the wall behind where it stood, so I know I wasn't seeing a poster or something and confusing it for a person. It's literally just a plain white wall. I can't remember fully the details, but she either had showered before coming to bed or went to take a shower after this experience. She woke me up again later and said that she saw something walk by the window. I thought it was weird as I'm on the second story in my building, so maybe a raccoon or cat had made its way onto my windowsill and had walked by, casting a shadow onto the blinds. The next thing she said disturbed me. It walked by the window, inside my apartment. She described the same shapeless translucent black figure and saw it stand exactly where I'd seen the navy uniformed figure earlier. When she saw it, it walked by the window and towards my closet and disappeared. Being half asleep and well and truly spooked, I had no idea what to make of this situation. This thing was no longer just inside my mind. Someone else experienced it. I have a huge bruise on my left knee. I have no memory of hitting my knee hard enough to leave a bruise like this. It's big and dark enough that I feel like I would remember hitting it this hard. If this thing isn't just in my mind, maybe it is getting more daring, more violent. The only relief I have is that I have access to a new apartment starting today. As of July the 31st, I won't have to deal with Jimmy anymore. Edit. Forgot to add. Last night, as we were trying to go to sleep, she kept sitting straight up in bed. She would hear feet shuffling on the carpet around my bed. I couldn't hear anything, but she must have heard it three or four times. I tried to listen, but still was unable to hear anything. I guess giving it a name would make it a little less scary. Yeah. Can't stand things in the in the cupboard or closet, as it's called in America. Don't want that. Don't want any part of it. <laughs> <laughs> After well, I can remember we had two um, cupboards in our room, mine and my sister's when we were little, Auntie Rachel's that is, and yeah, with the cup, they had to be closed. Those cupboards had to be closed. Yeah, without a doubt. It reminds me a little bit of this film I watched the other day. I just want to um, give a shout out to this film. It's called The Boogeyman. And it's based on a Stephen King story. <laughs> Not Boogeyman, it's The Boogeyman. <laughs> oh. Don't <laughs> <laughs> the boogie, is it? He <laughs> <laughs> does the boogie in the clo- closet. In the closet. <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me try that again. The boogeyman. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah. Well, we called it the boogeyman, so I knew it was yeah, different. Yeah, I've done that when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, he's the boogeyman. Yeah, the boogeyman. <laughs> but yes, anyway, the the film is really quite scary. You're gonna have to watch it. Now, yeah. It's it. You know, it has got a bit of um, a bit of swearing um, and a bit of drug taking. So if you do plan to watch it with children, you know, you may want to have a have a watch first. But yeah, it was really, really good. 
and scary. And like I watched it with Rog, because uh, I was planning on watching it on my own, but I watched it with Rog and I'm quite glad I did because that night I would have been in the house on my own and I was going to watch it. Um, and I think it would have, I would have been really scared. <laughs> Slamming my closet door for sure and keeping all my lights on, my moonlight, my projection moon, all the works would have gone on for yeah, sure. Because I love the full moon, obviously, because I'm a bit of a witch woman. Um, and I bought this projector that it projects the moon onto the ceiling. And it's lovely. And like the galaxy and that. Yeah, you've got all of the sides. I've just got the full moon, but... I intend to nick them occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> right, are you ready for the second story? My sleep paralysis affects whoever is sleeping in bed with me. The first time was with an ex about two years ago, and it was my first experience. It was the most violent SP I've ever had. I remember feeling awake and trying to sleep. I had my eyes closed, just trying to doze off, but then I felt someone press their hands onto my chest with all their weight. My first thought was, why is my boyfriend climbing over me? I thought maybe he had to go to the bathroom. My side of the bed led to the hall. But the hands pressing down never left my chest and kept pressing harder. That's when I reached up. I still haven't opened my eyes to grab the hands on me to throw them off and whatever was pressing my chest down grabbed my wrist and yanked me towards the other end of the bed at this point I realised I couldn't speak and I couldn't fight back I also kept telling myself not to open my eyes I didn't want to see what was happening to me and then I started being pulled by my feet towards the foot of the bed I could hear myself hyperventilating I managed to just barely say my ex's name and it all stopped. Except I woke up at the foot of the bed, with my legs completely dangling off the bed. I opened my eyes and my room was empty. I woke my boyfriend up at the time and he was dreaming he was covered in roaches and there was a demon with red eyes watching him. He asked the demon what this meant and the demon replied, You know exactly what this means. The second time was a few months ago, with my current boyfriend. By this time, I've had sleep paralysis too many times to count. So shortly into the experience, I realise what's happening and just relax and it stops. But I woke up paralysed and our bedroom door was open and I remember thinking, that's odd, we'd never leave the door open. Right as a human figure runs down the hall past my door. Now I'm staring into my doorway the hall is pitch black but I'm able to make out a figure crouched down peeking around the door staring at me from the hall I feel it realise I'm looking at it and it stands up and walks into my room pacing from the door to right next to me back and forth it's swinging a stick or something as well back and forth and I'm terrified I keep trying to say my boyfriend's name then reality hits me and I realise Oh, this is sleep paralysis. So I relax and just watch this dude, and the next thing I know, I'm awake. I waited to tell my boyfriend until the next day, and he had had a dream I was being harassed by a man, and kept asking for his help and shouting his name. He said the person that was harassing me told my boyfriend 
he knew me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So when I was finding these stories, I did, I did actually scare myself a bit. Yeah. You know, when you, you get into that zone, don't you? Especially now spooky season's coming. Yeah. I'm just so excited. Yeah. I'm really but there's these people, yeah, they're saying that it's only just started to get hot after the summer holidays mm-hmm. and they want to relax and watch Christmas movies. And I've been like, well, it's nowhere near Christmas yet because the next thing is Halloween. Yeah, I'm going to be watching horror movies. But yeah, I watch not them all Christmas year. movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the kind of thing Auntie Rachel will be doing. She's terrible. She starts, like, she was planning Christmas the other day, like, the other <laughs> last month, about when we're doing the family thing. If it's, well, if it's November, then that's acceptable because it, Christmas is a thing to get excited about. Mm. But not in October mm. or wherever. September. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh. You know, I, I, I prefer Halloween anyway. <laughs> I like all the spooky stuff. But um, yeah, down the bed. Can't deal with that down the bed. Yanking down the bed is not for me. I just, um, like, I still do that occasionally. If I've scared myself or I've heard a really scary podcast episode in the middle of the night and I've got to put my feet back under the quilt. Yeah. Do you still do that? No, I never even used to do that. Because I know everybody used to get scared by hanging their feet off the bed, but I never had under the bed. That's well, true. I have, I, I did when I was younger, but it's just boxes under there. Yeah. I was thinking, my mind, well, they're not going to fit under there, are they? Oh, that's Unless good. This is a leprechaun. <laughs> and that dad's, there's literally nothing under the bed. Yeah, so well. It's just bed. There's good critical thinking going on there. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how I, much room I, you need if you're a ghost. Yeah. I I'd be I've been doing it for long anyway because I've always had like my leg hanging off the bed when I go to sleep. Mm, I can if my feet if if I scare myself, you know, wake up and I need away all that sort of stuff. I my feet have to go back under the quilt because it, like that terrifies me. The thought of somebody touching my feet. Yeah, and the annoying thing is, is if it's too hot. You're, it's too hot under the blanket, mm. so you pay, t- take like your legs out, mm-hmm. or you just take the quilt off in general, and mm. then it's too cold. So you put the blanket back on and you leave one leg out, mm. or your feet out, and it just feels like it's not right. No, it's exposed. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll catch up with you again on Monday. We surely will. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.